0: Greetings lovely listeners and welcome to another episode of Conversations with Audrey. I'm your host Audrey and on each episode my guest and I have a conversation about a topic of interest where we try to figure out life as Zimbabweans, Africans and black people living in the diaspora. If you're new here, I hope you stick around and if you're returning, thank you for putting up with me. You can find Conversations with Audrey wherever you listen to your favourite podcast. You can follow the podcast on Insta and Facebook at Conversations with Audrey and on Twitter at Convo with Audrey. If you're more traditional, I also welcome emails via conversationswithaudreypod at gmail.com. Now on to the conversation. Welcome everyone to another episode Um, My guest today is the lovely Michelle And we'll be having a conversation about all things fitness Hopefully in in a very good and wholesome way <laughs> I wanted to just have this conversation because for a couple of years um, I've been really like interested in trying to keep fit getting to that optimal shape that in the summer seasons I can proudly you know put on display you know the beach body and everything like that okay. I hope I could I can get to that goal one day but the journey hasn't been easy I'm you know all smooth I, I pretty much I'm not active in any way it's not something that's natural to me and I'm a homebody as well I enjoy reading watching movies so just going out there and being active is not something that I do, but uh, I want to sort of push myself to do that. And the worst part of it is it usually makes me feel guilty as well, that I'm I'm a homebody, but then I want to be active. And it's like, it fluctuates between me loving the gym, constantly going and literally going on weeks on end without exercising. So it's like an unhealthy relationship with trying to be active, which is very weird. So when I noticed Michelle's Instagram uh, posts on her I'll let her uh, introduce her Instagram post when she starts speaking but when I started noticing her post on on you know with, with the, about fitness and stuff and being active I just got really interested to speak to someone that seems to be consistent with their journey and while she insists on the fact that she's not an expert I think she will pretty much be a good authority on the subject so we'll be discussing many topics about fitness including our fitness journeys how we try to keep fit and views on the it like the fitness world today like you know Are all the fitness influencers actually exercising and getting that body or are they just going off to surgery, you know, so that we don't all feel bad, but uh, I'll just, you know, let my guest introduce herself, you know, telling me, you know, Michelle, you can tell me a little bit about yourself and your socials and general interest and yeah, off you go.
1: Thank you, Audrey. So my name is Michelle, my social, my public account is out of my shell. So O-U-T-T-A-M-Y-C-H-E-L. Um, as you said, I am no expert, but I have pretty much tried anything and everything. And I think I found what sort of works for me. Um, I work a nine to five job. Um, I am a bit of a homebody as well. And I love spending time with my cat. He's my absolute <laughs> world. So What's his name? Get he... To be at home, uh-huh. He's, he's a he and his name is Smudge. He oh, okay. is just, okay. I'd been looking for a cat for the longest time. And when I finally decided to get one, it was just by chance I found him and I think he was made for me like mm-hmm. yeah he's perfect
0: that's awesome I, I want to get a pet but I still live with my mum and dad so they're like no way and <laughs> do <way, laughs> so
1: no. I funnily I, I... enough though they my parents are not animal type of people but mm-hmm. they absolutely absolutely love my cat so I think it's a just get one and yes it grows I'll on them, them. <laughs> yes
0: that is true <laughs> So I guess as a little icebreaker, if you could just tell me, if you, if you could if you could be like a pro athlete, right? We we're talking about fitness. So if you could be like a pro athlete, what sport would you like to play? Like, what would you like to be famous for um, as a pro athlete?
1: Um, Probably I'm actually training for a sprint. So maybe a track athlete okay. and okay. a little bit
0: or maybe a rugby athlete as well. Oh my God. <laughs> you want to tackle people and get tackled? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do it. Contact sports are not my thing. I, say, I would rather be a tennis player. Like I would rather be a Serena Williams, kind of yeah. be an individual because team sports, while I don't mind them watching, I I just can't do contact with people and strategizing with other people and feeling let down by other people. I'd rather just like, yeah, true. That is it's true, on yeah. me kind yeah. of thing. But yeah, that's what I would want to be as a pro athlete but that's another life so <laughs> it never happened <laughs> never too late <laughs> <laughs> that is true never say never but uh since actually because actually never say never do you know the actress um amy adams yeah 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 her mom is now a bodybuilder and apparently she's like 70 and i was like what she's had a oh, bodybuilding oh, when she was like in her late 60s or early 60s whichever way so it is never uh, that's too late. awesome yeah actually, i was like oh i could actually think about doing that but the men the physical exertion <laughs> the yeah true yeah th- yeah yeah. yeah. But I like, um, you know, this is not an interview. So I guess we will just be talk. I'll ask a question, I suppose, just to guide the conversation, but you don't obviously uh-huh. have to feel like I'm interviewing you. We just sort of talk in general. So it'll be like a back and forth. Um, And I guess the first fitness related question was more like, what does fitness mean to you? Or what did fitness mean to you actually before you embarked on this journey? Because we did have a bit of a background conversation when I was asking you to do this. So, you know, uh-huh. what did it mean to you before you embarked on this journey? Like, this right this
1: so in the past and when I say in the past I could even say last year going backwards to probably even my teenage years it was always about looking good mm. it was about being mm. skinny being voluptuous in all the right places mm-hmm. it was about mm. the abs it was about the there's a time when it wasn't about the bum it was about shrinking my bum Yeah. I was, We'll eat at school for having a big bum. And then now that big bums are in, (laughs) it was about growing the bum. Um, And that never lasted. Mm, It's an mm. an unrealistic thing to try and keep up if that's the only thing you're doing it for. If it's about the looks, it's, I'm sure there's people that can maintain it if it is about the looks. But for me, I found that it was not attainable because it was, I wasn't doing it for the right thing.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And then now it, I was actually having a conversation with my friend yesterday. Every time I'd go to the GP, any sort of doctor, any sort of, but yeah, any sort of medical professional, they always say, move your body, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. get enough rest and hydrate and eat healthy. And there's such simple things that we don't really, we, we think, oh, we're too busy. We don't yeah. have time. I can't yeah. do that but it's really not that hard if you want to do it. So I wake up in the morning, I do some sort of exercise, I go to work, I come home, I have dinner and I go to sleep. I still do fun things with my friends and things like that. But my main goal is making sure that I move my body in some way, shape or form that mm-hmm, day
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: and and rest. That's the most important thing. Yeah. But the reason I started this journey was because my mental health wasn't the best. Mm-hmm. And in December, the week between Christmas and New Year's, I was basically at a crisis point where I was, I don't know if I should talk about this, but I was very, very suicidal. Mm -hmm. I was hospitalized and I just got to a point where I was like, I hate feeling like this and I'm over it.
0: Mm -hmm. I was, I just
1: reached a breaking point where I was like, I can't keep living my life this way. What is it that I can do to make myself better? Mm -hmm. So ever since then, when I made that decision Mm -hmm. that everything that I'm doing is going to benefit my life, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. been easy. Like getting up at five, I could never get up at five before literally it's like, I oh, get like yes. no I have to get up half an hour before I actually have to start work no I get up at five every day I have no motivation whatsoever when I wake up I'm like oh I could just go back to sleep yes. and I'm like no you're already up just so get up it. it's not that hard yep. get up yep. yeah yeah so that has been a massive game changer for me
0: that is really I'm um, by the way I'm really sorry like you know that you were in that space for like that time but I'm glad to hear that you've know, been able to kind of bring yourself out of it and find an outlet, I suppose, to try to, to get that. Because for me, it's not so much even mental health. Like you, I was just not an active person anyway. Once I went to high school, our high school is a girls only school. So it was literally yeah. like we sit together around a circle and talk and we were barely ever moving. So to be <laughs> active was like the, the the one hour of like, the, I think our sport days were like were like on Thursday. So we'd go to like some random sport that the school picks and you, that's the way I was active. But I was never really engaged in my activity, and because obviously for me my body—I I guess I should say luckily or fortunately—I don't know if that's a—that's a good thing to say—but I just never fluctuated whether I was like gaining weight or losing weight. I was just sort of like the same, and it was okay. But then, like you said, when I then started listening to more people that say, you know, regardless of your shape, if you're not moving, their internal organs, yeah, that are not you know benefiting like you exactly. should actually move because your heart needs it all these other parts of your body really need your skin needs you yeah. to move but then that took a while for me to like really just get into it because for a while as well I then became conscious about like my tummy and I was thinking it needs to be about the abs as well like you know the abs the abs the abs and then the butt started to be popular I'm like the butt the butt, the butt. <laughs> but none yep, of that yep. worked out at all going to the gym trying to work on that no, no not at all but then very recently I did engage someone like I, I did start working out with like a personal trainer and that's been pretty good in terms of like opening my mind up to different types of exercises. Cause before the yeah. gym wasn't like functioning hundred percent for me, I would go be consistent for a little bit then really get bored. But the personal trainer has kind of been like opening up my mind, like, which is why I really wanted to engage you. Cause you seem to do when we get to that part, like you seem to do exercise that aren't just like you know in the gym, in the gym all the time, hitting the gym, it, you know? So I, I kind of, that was me. But then Partly in terms of mental health as well, I definitely needed to start moving just because I was just so low half the time. I wasn't like a, never like at that low, low level, but I just sort of like would wake up and that's go to work and come home and sleep. And I was like, that's not life. Like, you can't just wake up and do the routine. Like, you got to break it yeah. up. So, exercise definitely pumps me up in the morning, but like you. Yeah. So, no, I'm not motivated in the mornings, but when I exercise, I'm like, yes, I can seize the day kind of thing. There so. is
1: not a time where I've ever worked out and gone, damn, I regret that workout.
0: Exactly. So every time I
1: do a workout, I feel amazing. Even if I didn't feel like it at the start of it, I'm like, you're
0: already here, just do the work. And then afterwards, I'm like, I feel great. Yep. So, <laughs> you might yeah. as well take advantage. So, then how do you, I, I know you said, you know, it's very difficult, obviously, to maintain the aesthetic, but how do you try to just maintain? an optimal fitness level for you like diet wise or in now we can get into what exercises you do like you know whether it is gym related other types of um, ways you try to keep that optimal fitness level so
1: what also changed was the way that I looked at my body so I would look at my body sometimes where I would be bloated and be like not necessarily like oh you're so fat but there was negative Mm self-talk that now I realise that my body has done and continues to do so much for me. So on days where I am bloated, instead of looking at it and going, oh, look at your gut, I look at it and I'm like, you ate something Mm. that you enjoyed and you were able to afford that delicious dinner that you went out and you didn't count calories Mm -hmm. and you didn't. So not many people are fortunate to live a nice life to be able to be full. Yes. So changing my, my mindset of some days I'll look in the mirror, I'm not bloated and I'm looking fit mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. But on days where I don't look as optimal as I would like to, I still appreciate that as well. Okay, okay So that's, yeah. that's, that's another thing that, that has helped me in regards to air quote diet Um, I have gotten rid of the word diet in my vocabulary (laughs) and I do I've adopted uh, more so not necessarily like at the 80-20 so basically eating 80% nutritional foods and then 20% of less nutritional food Mm -hmm. so notice how I said less nutritional instead of calling it dirty or calling it junk Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. because when you do that there's a negative connotation to that so then you feel guilty. When you do eat, I love chocolate. Yes. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> picnic, crunchy, like just you name it. I just love chocolate. Yes. So yeah. if I call it dirty or I say this is my little treat, anytime I would eat that stuff, I would feel guilty. Mm-hmm. So looking at it as it's less nutritional, but I do enjoy it. And on days where I don't feel like eating chocolate, I don't, I don't just eat it just because, oh, it's part of my 80-20. Yeah. And then on days where I want a little bit more, I listen to my body and what it wants. And I'm like, okay, today we're feeling a little bit blur and you want a bit of pick me up. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, and I've removed coffee from my, not, not entirely, but I was getting your hazelnut lattes with extra
0: sugars oh, and caramel yes. and blah, yes. blah, blah. The little so those sneaky are empty- ways to get sweet things. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So those are just empty calories that I was like, I don't really – so I used to say, oh, I need coffee because I'm so tired. But now because I work out, I actually – am tired, but not mentally tired, if mm-hmm, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And for my job, I need to be mentally awake. So I don't need coffee anymore. So when I do have coffee, it's because I just want the taste, not necessarily as a crutch to keep me awake. Yes. yes, type of thing. yes. Yeah. Cause
0: isn't it because for me, I always find the interesting thing. You, I like what you said about diet, because I'm very early on, I don't know what show I was watching. And the person who was talking was like, you know, diet shouldn't be like once off six months, you do something, whatever. It should just be like a way of life. Like it's just your food. It's what you eat every day. Yep. So just make sure it's, you know, nutritious, I suppose. That's the way you can think about it. And even with the the guilty eating, I really struggle with that because on the days that I'm like really focused and I'm like, I really want to be healthy, I'll make sure I'm eating the healthy foods, right? But then... I get to a point where I'm like, man, I just really want ice cream. But then I start feeling guilty about eating ice cream. And I'm like, ice cream. but I really enjoy ice cream. Why am I feeling guilty? But like, I like what you're saying, you know, you, you've thought of it as less nutritional rather than like junk food or, you know, bad yeah, food. Yeah, the that, negative. Like, yeah, that gives words, the negative. Yes. And, but what do you think about like, I guess, in – I know you've eliminated the word diet, but what about like diets that are promoted like keto or like, you know, low carb, whatever, whatever, like what, what are your thoughts about those types of, um, I guess, recommended diets out there? I suppose each
1: to their own. The one thing that I can say that I will stand up in front of anyone that, has anything to say about it is we need to stop vilifying carbs
0: Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm.
1: there is nothing (laughs) wrong with carbs it's about how much carbs you have so there's people that are like oh I've completely removed carbs out of my diet and it's like is all your doing drinking water because carbs are in pretty much yes. everything carbs are in yeah. bananas carbs are in apples it just depends on how much carbs are in the particular food that you're eating yeah. but there's nothing wrong with bread there's nothing wrong with pizza it's just how much of it you have yeah. and yeah. I feel it's un sustainable if you completely cut out a food group because there will be a point where so you'll do it for six months right you look great you look amazing but anyone that I know that it's ever been on a super strict diet has either at the end of it been super miserable mm-hmm. then they've gone back to their old ways and then they've gained that weight back yeah. on and then some yes yes because you know like so, for us
0: sadza it's our staple food right yeah. like even if you've not eaten sadza in months you still love to eat it but there are people that I know families that have cut out sadza like they like that, nah, it's but not nutrition. But I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, are you kidding me? It's it's you can't just cut out a whole like, you know, part of your life just because it's not nutritional on the face of it, but it's feeling. You you go to bed feeling well. Like you, you mm. feel good. So, have you not, been you know? to the gym since you came here? Yeah, we've been three times or so. Like, yeah. yeah. Have you ever run
1: into like fit people, not run, 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 run into, or gym, like yes. super
0: fit people who work hard? My builder. Yes. yes. My like their job is, like that. is physically exerting. And so they look good because of that. Yeah. Yes.
1: And yep. then you ask them, what do they eat? Salsa. I bet you any
0: money. They say something Exactly. <laughs> Like, so like that's is not the problem exactly right? exactly it's the, <laughs> the the portioning that you're doing is and what you're because i what you're saying like because we don't understand then the rationing side of things as well, mm. portion wise, because we end up maybe eating a mountain of Satsa, then we feel like it's a, it's bad. But if you're obviously, bad, yeah. you know, going to have Satsa three times a week and it's a good portion, it's not the, I don't know if you've watched Gringo, there's an episode where like my like packs this Satsa for him, like a mountain, <laughs> like you don't want to have a mountain of Satsa, you know, you want to have no. a bit. but like, I like, I, I I guess I'm on the same thoughts because I, I struggle. It's like sometimes when people say, say do a keto diet, you're like, oh my God cutting out any type of carb that's difficult like that's really really mm. really difficult like I, I don't envy anyone that wants to do that but you know I'm glad you have a positive mindset with the idea of dieting because yeah not many people do but then also uh, what challenges I guess have you faced or do you face just generally uh with trying to because uh, you know obviously we talked about sometimes with the types of foods we're trying to eat you know we feel bad we feel guilty but what happens on the lazy days or you know when you're just maybe not seeing the results sometimes? Like how do you sort of deal with like trying to, I guess, continue to keep fit, but then you just have those down, down days, I suppose, that aren't always your optimal. So I
1: do. So I love cooking. Mm. In school, I actually wanted to be a chef. Up until I found out that chef hours suck, and I was like, "Yeah, I I want my (laughs) weekend." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I love cooking, and I not to talk myself up. All my friends say I'm a good cook, and I can just whip up anything with anything. Mm -hmm. So in my cupboard. If I've got three ingredients, I can make a meal out of it. So what I like to do is I like to have a structure for Sunday. So after this, I'm going to go to buy my groceries so I can meal prep for the upcoming week. Yeah. So meal prepping helps me uh, stay focused. But also on days, I buy things that are pre-made so that if somewhere down the week I'm too busy or I'm too tired, I've got something that I can just literally just whip up. So like I, I buy lots of those, those salads
0: that you mm-hmm. get. Yeah, like the so, salad of um, um, things,
1: yeah. Yeah, so I'm pescatarian, so I only I'm vego, primarily vego and I eat fish just so I've got enough protein in my diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that I can just chuck in the oven super quick and easy, a salad that I can just whip up. I like to make coming into winter, I'll make lots and lots of soups, put them in my freezer for those days where I'm I'm just not in the mood of yeah, cooking. Yeah. My biggest struggle with the eating side of things is going out. so so if if I go to dinner it then puts me yeah Yeah. it puts me out of whack for the rest of so I do calorie counting I'm not super strict on it I'm not letting it rule my life Mm -hmm. but I do that to keep myself on track so I can monitor how much protein I'm having
0: use by the way just so that like you know
1: um I'm pretty sure it's called it's an Australian one it's called eat diet diary okay it's really good because it's got there was another one that i was using but it was american based My fitness so when tracker, was, yeah that was, that yeah, was that cool. yeah that one so yeah some had. of the things when you scan them if they're australian based they don't come up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as the, like the products that like you have to physically punch in yeah. the yeah, nutrients and whatever yeah but this one is australian based so majority of the food that you get from your coles your woollies aldi is on there okay cool. um and so if I go out to dinner, I can't track what I'm having because I don't know the measurements, yes. what they put in yeah. it and things yeah. like that. So that's something that I need to sort of, when I come home, I feel bad because I'm like, I don't know how many calories I just put in my body. So I'm trying to learn to be like, hey, you go out to dinner once every month or fortnight. It's mm, not a big deal. Yeah. Don't let it stress yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, I forgot. We actually did I don't know if we touched on it, but we didn't actually talk about more about before we go on about challenging and stuff. But your actual exercises. I don't know why we didn't talk about ah. that. We totally like skipped it. I was like, "Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, how yeah. come this is moving way faster than I thought?" <laughs> but yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So my exercises is I'm still learning. So I am still learning what works for me, what doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I've got a bad, dodgy knee, and a bad hip that I had surgery on in 2017. So in everything that I do, I try not to sort of aggravate that. Mm-hmm. Um. So I do, I'm practicing for a hundred meter sprint. So I do a lot of running. I do long distance running for endurance and like my breath work, yes. but I also do sprinting. I work out with a friend who is a soccer coach. So he helps me with my um, twitch fibers and all those technical side of things that I don't really understand. I'm like, I just want to run. So yeah. how do I do that? Oh my God. So Actually, you,
0: you, literally, that's because so I remember someone was telling me about this stretching you can do for your like the front part of your leg i don't know what is it called um I can't remember the the muscle that that the front part of your leg is called, but that muscle is apparently like it, it causes splints or something when you're running, like when oh yeah, shin, the shin splints. Yes, that's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It. I didn't know about that, and I was like, oh my god, that's why I feel pain when I'm running. Oh the when heck? yeah. But yeah, yes, this yeah. I like that you. Yeah, you. I, you you can understand the, the the little technicalities about running, which you'd never think about because it's running, right? Yeah, it's so yeah. You anyway, just that's what I thought. It's just running.
1: So I'm already not like super fast but I can run I used to run in in high school so this all started backtracking why I chose running so I was like I need to set myself a goal on what I want to achieve in all of this yeah it's all well and good that I'm doing all this exercise and I'm getting better and all that but I was like at at any point I can just stop and be like eh I've had enough. Yes. But if I have a goal, I have something to keep pushing that me forward. That is so
0: good. That is so good. Yeah.
1: So I was like, I used to run in high school and I was pretty good. And I was like, I wonder if I still have it. So the whole point of the sprint isn't to win. Like, if I win, that's great. Mm. But it's getting my body to a peak. Position where I'm like, this is the best my body is ever going
0: to yes, be. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That is so good. Before you start popping babies and the baby, <laughs> yeah. all i be like, I could have been a sprinter <laughs> if I didn't have five children. No exactly. Oh my not. god. Because I was gonna say, for me, actually, that's true. The same thing for me. I said to um when I restarted going to the gym properly with the personal trainer, I was like, I want to work to do a pull up. Like I see people jumping up a bar and just doing a pull up. Right. And I know that yeah. sounds so to some people that are probably listening that I can do a pull up. They're like, what the heck? That's not complicated, but women, we don't have as much upper body strength as guys. No, so we for don't. us, a pull up is like the most excruciating thing you can do because you can maybe do one if you just, you know, lacking me. Sorry. If you just, you know, do it on the spot, but it's really, really difficult. So I was like, for like you, I had to have that goal to be like, when I stop doing this personal training, whatever. I kind of want to be able to just do a pull-up by myself and, yeah. you know, just, yeah, like just do it. It's, it's really it's really good that you've got like that goal. It's interesting that that pushes you. And so what else besides like for the running, what else do you sort of just do with um, – you said you've got a bad knee, bad hip, like so how do you sort of mitigate that in terms of like maybe leg exercises that you do that aren't uh, going to
1: mess up? I try to stay away from – squats even though a lot of people are like love them and are obsessed with them but yeah. I find when I do them if I do them in bad form I won't know until later on where I'm like oh that was bad because my hip and my yeah. knee are flaring up yeah. um, but it's also just pushing through the pain not necessarily as in if I'm in agonizing pain I obviously slow down and stop and rest and listen to my body but I've just realized that I'm at an age where things are going to niggle. Things are going to be stiff. (laughs) And I sort of don't let that stop me anymore. But I also do Pilates. So I'd always wanted to do Pilates for so many years. But funnily enough, if you know me, you would probably think I'm the most confident person. And I've just got this zest of life and things like that but I'm actually a very anxious person I overthink every single thing that I'm do. putting my head up yeah because before I get out of my car in the morning I'm like just the thoughts that I have like what if you fall over today like how are you going (laughs) to navigate that situation are you going to stay down and pretend you're hurt so no one laughs at you are you going to get up and be like it's okay guys that's just me in my car Mm -hmm. getting getting ready to get out to go to work yeah so I wanted to do Pilates so many people said you should do it it's amazing it's the best thing that I've ever done in my life but I was very self-conscious about not knowing how to do it Mm. so if I go to a class and there's people that know what they're doing and I don't they'd be all looking at me Mm -hmm. um I can confirm that no one is looking at you because (laughs) everything
0: burns everything hurts in a good way
1: that no one has time to look at you
0: (laughs) isn't it we're so self-absorbed sometimes or self-obsessed we think the world is thinking about us but really no. the world is they're thinking, thinking about, about themselves, themselves. like <laughs> <laughs> but that's just so you picked up pilates essentially when you like
1: yeah and I love it so I do it at a studio that's a block away from my work so it's great that I can do it in the morning I can shower at work and like just get my day started mm-hmm. but also, the trainers there are super lovely they're so understanding and accommodating and I like that they give you Two ways of doing a certain move so they'll tell you like this is the hard move this is how you do it but mm-hmm. if you want a sort of a low impactful one this is how you do it without you having to ask I've been to gyms where I've gone hey can you give me a moderation because I don't know how to do this yes. but they just do it as yeah pick what you want to do type of thing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. some days I'm like oh yeah I can do this I'll, I'll try this more advanced one and then sometimes I'm like oh no I'll just stick to the to the, the, minimal. the quote, normal. yeah yeah yeah. But yeah, that's really
0: good. Pilates. yeah and what about like things like yoga and stuff because you know, I mean, it's kind of related with Pilates in some ways, but like. Yeah, that- I do. So my main workouts are
1: through my Apple Watch and Apple Fitness. Mm-hmm. So I joined up on that. I did a trial and it was great. And I've got a thing with, I don't like signing contracts. I, you're <laughs> a lawyer. You don't, I don't. I don't. I, it, once something is sort of like you're signed up. You're not giving me work, on, Michelle. Trapped. Give me work. I feel trapped. <laughs> so that's why I didn't like the gym. I don't oh, like okay. the fact that they go, you're signed up for 12 months. I don't know where I'm going to be in 12 months. That I don't know what I'm going to be doing. I don't want to sign my
0: life away. Do I don't <laughs> sign phone contracts for the exact same reason. Cause I'm like, man, what if a new product comes out in like six months? I'm going to want that yeah, product. So yeah, exactly. Me in for what if I move countries? Like, no, <laughs> I
1: have no plan of moving to country, but these are the possibilities. So with the Apple fitness, I do my own workouts at home in between the workouts that I do with my friend, the coach and the yeah. Pilates. So I do yoga. And when I first started, I was like, it's yoga. You're just going to be doing some stretches. (laughs) It's not going to be that bad. I know. I have sweated more during yoga than I have in all my other trainings. Exactly. Yoga is hard, guys. Exactly. It is hard, but it's awesome. Literally,
0: my personal trainer started doing this – some sun, not sun squat, sorry, sun salute type thing where, like, you're opening up your back and, your shoulders. (laughs) And it is literally, like, I didn't even know I had certain muscles in my shoulders that could (laughs) need movement. And when you move them, it's like, oh, my God, this is really difficult. Like, so, in a way, the gym has always been like, "Uh, you know, I don't really need to go anymore sometimes when I think about it because I'm like, yo, Mm -hmm. I could just do. But then, obviously, I kind of wanted that strength. I need to build it up a little bit more. So I could I can't just do it at home half the time. Sometimes I, I need more than just my body weight to work with, yeah. which is quite interesting. But that's really interesting to hear. And like, you know, before you talked about like the mental health side of things, which is what motivated you as well to start this journey at this particular juncture. But like, can you just sort of like maybe talk, if you want to talk a little bit more about like just that relationship between mental health and fitness for you, like the benefits you found and maybe just things you can, um, impart on other people that might not realize the benefits of, you know, working out or being active, and the relation, like how that relates to then, you know, your men- your mental health, your mental health and well being. I suppose like,
1: um, this is the best my mental health has been in a very long time. I can say that I've probably been depressed and had anxiety since I was undiagnosed, maybe even as early as 13, Mm. Um, there was a lot of like bullying and things like that, Mm. that sort of just had me down that now I still have it. It's still in the back of my mind. I don't, like, I don't fully think that you can a hundred percent sort of be cured per se, but anytime I have a thought of anxiety, anytime I have a thought of depression, I feel like I'm stronger now mm-hmm. from my physical strength because it's, a, okay, so when I go for a run, yes, I'll run for about maybe a K in and I'm like, you know, you can stop you're tired, you're huffing and puffing, like you don't have to do this. But having that mental like debate that I have with myself going, yeah, yeah, you can stop. But how about you stop at two Ks? Keep going until two Ks and then you can stop. And then I get to two Ks. I'm like, but you've made it two Ks. You may as well make it to three. So that being able to conquer my mind Mm -hmm. helps me in my day-to-day where I'm feeling anxious. I've got the strength to be like, why are you anxious? Like what w- What good is that going to do mm-hmm, for you? Mm-hmm. I'm not anyway taking away anyone that's going – taking away what anyone goes through and saying, oh, it's just a matter of just not thinking about it yeah. or not worrying about yeah. it. It's still a struggle, but I feel like I'm stronger to be able to have those conversations within myself and say, why are you upset? And reasoning with myself going, maybe you're making that up. So my, my with my anxiety, it's because I think things about other people, but I'm like no one's giving you anything – to make you feel that way you're making it up yourself yeah so someone doesn't write back to my text I'm already thinking oh they hate me oh my god no (laughs) they're busy they're adults they have lives they Mm -hmm. have kids they have jobs they're tired their phone's flat it's not like there's so many other things that I'm just like no no like you don't need to think that way yeah
0: yeah I think that honestly I'm really relating to what you're saying about like anxiety and stuff I've never really like gone to a counselor and been like you know what am I dealing with? But that anxiety is what has stopped me a lot in terms of even pushing myself to get to that optimal goal that I want, right? I'll be in the gym, yeah. I'll be working out and I'll be like, oh, but you know, I'm not even going to look great anyway tomorrow. Or I'll be looking at someone else that looks great. Like a, another girl might walk in and, you know, she's you know, looking that shape that I might want. And she, I'll be like, oh, you know, it's going to take me like six months to get there anyway. Who cares? Like I, I won't bother anymore and I won't get, Pushing beyond that mental block is what I always Uh struggle with. But sometimes with this personal trainer, it's been good to just have someone that motivates me. Like, I don't know if you found that with like your coach and stuff, just someone that can, you're down, but because they know their job is to get you up a little bit more and pumped up and stuff, they can help you to to unblock that. But obviously that's not for everybody. Not everybody can afford a personal trainer. Not everybody wants a personal trainer, but I found like that mental block is pretty much what keeps me, from really achieving the goals that I want physically. And I think that's probably for a lot of people, which is very sad to think about, but yeah, it's very difficult. But then
1: on the days where you actually don't let it defeat you, Mm. I also sing myself praise. So if I overcome something and I'm like two months or three months or six months or a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to do this. So I'm like, good work. So I praise myself when I actually do win my little mental battles where i'm just like instead of looking at them negatively i look at it as hey you have come a long way you are doing a good job Mm -hmm, you may mm -hmm. not be where you want to be but you're on the right track great work keep going
0: no that's really good that's really good like just reinforcing it as you go yeah exactly we don't yeah you you know our culture like mental health man it's just it might as well just be like a sub whatever, like just some topic out there that nobody yeah. talks about. I wish we did because a lot of people don't realise just like exercising can really be beneficial, which is – and I'm glad you've, you've you've like discovered that relationship and I guess reaped the rewards of it in some way. Um, yeah. So, but then now it's sort of as I'm wrapping up a little bit, I just sort of wanted to talk about – because I really am passionate about the fact that in some ways things like Instagram and YouTube and the influencer culture – can be very detrimental when it comes to fitness because a lot of the time you're sort of looking at someone at their optimal shape but then their optimal shape might not even be something that they work towards so I'm kind of one of those people that when I go on YouTube I don't just go on like tips to work out or whatever I'm like looking at those people that criticize some of that those things that I notice about like you know the fitness culture and just generally how people you know we might have like 10 gyms in an area but yeah. people are still not getting fit or they're still not feeling like they're fit. Why is that? Because maybe in that gym, they just sign you up. Like what you're saying, you get locked into a contract, but they don't have good per- like t- trainers. there. They don't have people that follow you up. It's just yeah. kind of like draw people in for business, but they don't actually like, you know, help you out and stuff like that. So I just wanted to maybe just talk if you've got, you know, some views about stuff like that. We could differ. That's certainly fine. But I just, um for, you, you talked about diet already. You don't really believe in that word. So we've kind of covered that, but with some of the stuff that we hear about, like, what is is that tea called? To lose fat or whatever in the tummy, those types of, yeah. Like what are your thoughts on like, I guess those things I'm sure I already know, but just to touch on, (laughs) have, (laughs) have you share it with the world, but like I've
1: never sort of followed as in even looked into it or investigated. So I don't know much about it, but my thoughts about anything where it's advertised, where it says, you can lose weight within a week. Like you've already lost me because that's unrealistic <laughs> because yes. there is no one unless the tea is like a laxative and
0: you, you totally do just that whole
1: week. Eat. Exactly. Then maybe. But like even like things like waist trainers and all these things, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they don't work, but in the speed that they say they work, I don't believe that they Mm -hmm, were. So even the most fit person there is, even your Mark Wahlberg, for example, he there's times where he sort of, his weights sort of fluctuates in the sense where sometimes he doesn't have a six pack. And sometimes he does. does, Yes. It takes months for them to train up for roles. Yes. If they could just take a tea and drink it a week before they start shooting, they would do
0: that. Literally, literally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 In regards to fitness pages, I try not to follow celebrity fitness pages Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, only because we don't 100% know if everything that they're doing or the way that they look is authentic. There's a possibility that it could be from surgeries and things like that. So I think that's unrealistic. But also... They have, even if they're not into surgery or whatever, they've got the money for chefs and personal trainers that come to them every single day and things like that. I don't. So I follow real people. So I follow people where their journey, where they're like me and they just went... I'm overlooking this way. What is it that I can do with the resources that I have? And I follow their journey because Mm -hmm. that's something that I can follow as well. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because it's hard because I always that's one thing that used to give me anxiety because I thought I had to go into the gym to look like that girl that's on that Instagram page. That is more of an influence. Like you, I also follow just regular people. I tend not to, yeah, you know, smother my my Instagram page or whatever with celebrities because, yeah, that's just not the life I live anyway. But it's very difficult sometimes. I can only imagine, like, younger girls that are wanting to get fit. Because I see it, like, because maybe I have a younger sister and not that she's into this stuff, but friends around her and stuff like that. I sort of see, like, the way that girls now that are, you know, coming into their womanhood, it's very much for the aesthetic of something and you think, yep. okay, you're going to the gym, great, you want to look like that, but are you building it up to be a lifestyle, which I is yeah. what I want to build up exercise and activity and stuff to be in a lifestyle. Like you are saying, move your body in any way. It doesn't necessarily yep. mean you have to move it so that you can get the butt or, you know make the tummy smaller kind of thing. So it's really, really sad. But on, on on that as well, I wanted your thoughts about, like, you know, the trendy type of exercises that come out there, you know, like especially when you think about the butt, there are a lot of exercises that a lot of girls do. For example, you're on the leg press machine. You'll see yeah. people come out with, like, Insta videos doing the most ridiculous type of pose on a – leg press machine that they say is going to get you the butt and you're thinking if you were to literally move the wrong way that thing can yep. crush you <laughs> like
1: what yep. are your thoughts or on you like,
0: could break a bone yes, or yeah. the worst you yeah kill yourself and you're yeah. just
1: thinking why are you doing that yeah my thing is when I see posts where they say not necessarily to do with butts but with abs where they go targeted ab workouts how to lose that gut how do you and I'm just like you can't lose you, you don't choose where you lose weight so when you do ab workouts you're strengthening your core yes. but if you've got a high body fat you can have like you already have abs they're there they're just there's your fat on display top exactly so when people say to me what ab workouts do you do to get your six pack I'm like I do weights but I do whole body workouts I do hit classes things mm-hmm. that get me moving but I don't like my six pack is just a bonus but that that's not what I was doing like I wasn't trying to get a six pack. Yes. That just happened with yeah. everything that I'm doing. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're gonna to go to the gym and literally just do crunches, I'm pretty sure you have to do like a million to, to be get able to, the to point. Even get, exactly, yeah, exactly. So any sort of ads where they're saying a, a, an exercise that targets an, a specific body part.
0: Yeah, don't, don't listen to that. (laughs) You know, because I've seen, oh God, I've seen like so many, like, especially if you just on your Snapchat, you just see the most ridiculous. You're like, no, I can't. This is just too depressing for me. Like, I literally feel terrible. But then also in terms of um, things like body shaming and body positivity, like, what are your thoughts on like that in terms of, because I feel sad that our culture is very much obsessed about fitness, right? But it's always fitness geared towards a certain body type body shape. Yep. It never yep. encompasses the most skinniest of person or the heaviest of people. It, it just always is kind of like, you have to be in that middle stereotypical, maybe hourglass figure, if you want to call it for women and for guys, you know, the six big pack, muscles. And yeah. big muscles, but like, yeah, what are your thoughts on like, just, yeah, body shaming. And I guess the positive side of it with the body positivity movement that's been happening these days. Anyway. So with body shaming,
1: so I used to be skinny, like there's times where I look back at photos and I was like really, really skinny where it was borderline unhealthy. Mm. Um, and that was at no fault of my own in the sense that I had been battling with mental health issues and my doctors and I see a therapist and a psychiatrist Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they were trying like different for the past couple of years trying to find me medication that works the medication would make me super sick I didn't have any appetite or I'd be the other way so there's times where I was skinny and people used to body shame me and not realize that they were body shaming me and also not realizing the background story of why I was the way that I was so they'd be like oh you're so skinny or even praise me for being skinny Mm -hmm. and I'm like you you have no idea and I'm not going to walk around telling everyone my life story and whatnot but it's just like you're sitting here making fun of me or bullying me for being too skinny or praising me for being skinny, but you don't know behind that, there's probably people that probably have maybe anorexia or bulimia, where you're feeding into that yes. with your comments. Mm-hmm. All I have to say is people need to
0: think before they talk. Literally, I can actually say that to a lot of Zimbabweans out there that need to think before they speak. Before I'm they sorry, like in our culture, like, like <sighs> it's literally the most annoying thing. I still remember going back home and my sister, she's bigger than me in terms of being taller, but she's not like. Like bigger in terms of, like, it's a negative thing. She's actually, like, I want my sister's body if I could have it because it's, you know, what I kind yeah. of look at and admire. But, like, I went back home and, like, I think Mamnin or something is, like, oh, as a giant. And I'm, like, wait, what? Like, why why would you say that? Seriously, why would you say that to somebody? Like, she's working out <laughs> to get to where she wants to get to. Now you're just bringing her down, making her feel, like, she's something else. And I just feel like people are so ignorant, like at those little things. So and the, and the also people don't realise the
1: impact of the things that they say. So you may say, so if you go back to that, and you say on this day, you said this, he probably doesn't remember Definitely it, not. but your sister does. Yes, And it's yes. just like, why would you just say something without any regard that's going to hurt yes. someone? Yes, And also we need to stop complimenting people on, okay. For me, what I've been trying to do is complimenting people more than the skin so yes. if I think someone is a beautiful person I'll say they're a beautiful person I won't say you Amen have a hot body or you're sexy or whatever yes. or I love your smile or I love your intelligence compliment them on things that actually matter mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. that makes sense yes that like th- don't make that- it about the body because yes. if it's about the body if, if the body ever changes for whatever reason exactly they're gonna think they're not pretty anymore because yep. that time we said they were
0: pretty because of their body exactly exactly like isn't things if like if you lose those things you will feel like you're nothing without those things. But if you already kind of naturally have them, like a beautiful smile, you already naturally have a beautiful smile. You're not going to usually lose it. Yeah, beautiful eyes. Like there's so many things. And sometimes I
1: think people just talk, like they just look at you and just go, oh my God, you're so pretty. You look at your abs, look at your
0: bum, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, that's just surface level exactly. like there is more to me than that you literally it's because what i always find interesting is that people are obsessed about the body in the sense that it's something that you were born with right we didn't choose you didn't go into exactly. a lab and say give me this but give me this you just happen to get that's why when i think of models even this one model she did a ted talk and she was like i won i guess the genetic lottery right but then for her she was looking at it like i don't feel that it's a benefit it's more that because the world has created a modeling industry where the, my type of body shape is praised. Is what? Yeah, exactly. That's why I am where I am. But if we were to have an alternate reality where that's not the optimal body shape, you could find that then the, the same would be happening in the reverse. Like those people would be looked down on, even though they, mm-hmm. you know, they might think they have a good body, blah blah. blah. But like what you're saying, yeah, I think it's very important to not focus on praising somebody definitely for things that they will attain and lose you know, essentially if they don't As go to I'm the gym. Yeah. yeah, but if you just kind of focus on the more intrinsic parts of themselves, like celebrating, like, I think that's why I even started the, this podcast because I'm sick and tired of like having conversations with people which are so surface level in the sense that we don't get into the nitty gritties of what, who we are, what we do and all that stuff. We just sort of like always about the superficial, like, oh, you know, you, you, you think about going to the club, right? I want to dress up for going out, let's just say, but I don't always want to be, Revealing and skimpy and whatnot. Sometimes I just want to go in my track pants and dance. But yes. Feel like you can't do that because the environment kind of
1: makes you. Everyone's dressed up Literally. and everyone's showing skin Literally. and everyone is doing this. Yeah. No, I definitely feel that and it's a constant battle. But even talking about surface level, I was talking to my best friend and I said to her, when you invited me, I was like, so excited. And I was like, I can't wait to do this. Yeah. And then it kind of sort of dawned on me that I was like, oh who's going to be listening. Yes. What why, like what do I say and I said to her like do I sort of have to hide certain parts of myself and is there certain things that I shouldn't talk about because I don't want it to be out there. Yes. But then I'm like but if I was to have a conversation with anyone this is exactly how the conversation like I'm not going to hide my mental health struggles. Yes. I'm not going to hide the things that I've been through because that is my truth. That's yes. what I've been through. Yes. Yes. So I yeah, just being myself when you in terms of going out and things like that sometimes yeah. i will dress in ways that my friends will look at me and go oh is that what you're wearing and i'm like yeah <laughs> that is why i put it on exactly
0: no. exactly cuz i'm comfortable in what it I'm comfortable you know, with. You know? Yeah. But like, it's very it, honestly it's very difficult to be an individual in in a society like as in hmm. you you feel you need to belong which is why we go to like which is why i guess sometimes people go to the gym because you want to get that physical um what is it called shape whatever that the society says you should have but really if you go in with the individual mentality that i like like what you you're doing in terms of your you're focusing on your mental health you're finding things that work for you i feel like that hmm. will lead to more success than the the reverse of like i just want to go get a six pack because like you're saying if you don't get that six pack in the six months that you probably want it you just get depressed again and the cycle and begins and, yeah so yeah yeah, if, yeah. Definitely putting it out there, you're right. Just stop praising people for things that they will potentially lose. <laughs> like, lose, literally. yeah. Like
1: even looking at the worst-case scenario, I always have intrusive thoughts where I'm like, what if I get hit by a car and yeah. I become paralysed and I can't work out anymore? What, how have I affected people's lives that if I lose all of this will they still love me yeah they still want to be in my life Mm
0: -hmm. and -hmm. I realized
1: that most of my friends aren't my friends because I go to the gym or because I look good whatever there's things about me okay so I'm being honest yeah
0: (laughs) yeah
1: the reason my friends are my friends is because I'm hilarious so there's that
0: so if I I don't lose that I've been laughing a lot throughout (laughs) this podcast so it's a testament to that you know (laughs) but yeah it's just life we're all just Trying to work it out, exactly. trying to figure it out. So just, be positive, yeah. be kind. Like at the end of this, my, my last – because I always cringe at the fact that I included this as my outro line. But I just say to people, you know, remember to be kind. Just like sprinkle kindness everywhere you go. Like do not – because you look at someone and you think, oh, they're not the shape that you might want. That doesn't mean you have to bring them down and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You don't know, like what you saying, you don't even know what they're battling. Or Not only that, it's literally their body. Like did they say to the creator, depending on what you believe in, higher power out there – give me that body no they didn't they just got it and they have to work with that body so you just have to also work with whatever you have and you know don't focus on other people like what you're saying I don't know why we're so we can be so self-absorbed but then we can be so quick to also bring other people down Judge other people down
1: yeah exactly no I don't cringe at your outro because my motto in life I've got two mottos Mm. is mind over matter and my other one is don't be a beep human <laughs> no you can turn this way it's but, totally fine <laughs> oh yeah don't be a shit human like, yes. like that's the and that's something that I say to myself sometimes where I'm a judgmental person I will yes. walk out the door I'll see someone that doesn't look necessarily the way that I look or dress the way that I dress yeah. and my first instinct is to judge yes and if I pick myself doing that I'm like why are you being a shit human? Exactly. Stop. Exactly. There is no need.
0: Exactly. Drawing yourself, like bringing yourself back, like yeah. when you do it, because yeah, the instinct is going to be that you're a human being. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be, um, what is it? What's her name? Mother Teresa, like you know, in the world, yeah, you can't just only be so perfect. But it's good that you draw yourself back, which is it's so very yeah. interesting. This conversation very much tilted into what I love, just a natural progression to certain <laughs> things. <laughs> but I guess <laughs> exactly. You know, I told you, I already kind of was like, yes, yeah, she's going to be able to just say things you know (laughs) so then I guess I gave you before that um I guess heads up about the tips about like you know fitness pages that you already said you don't follow celebrities and stuff but like who are the people that you follow like what are the pages that you follow that give you that motivation you know give you the, the necessary guidance to you know continue your fitness journey kind of thing like
1: So, I spend a lot of time on the explore page of Instagram Mm -hmm. where the algorithm picks up the things that you like most of. So, I follow like a lot of people where I'm just like, I'll see them pop up on my newsfeed a few times and I'm like, "Hmm, I'll follow you. But my current favorite at the moment is this lady who is based in England. Her name is Kim French and she's a mother of, I'm pretty sure, a mother of two or three. Mm -hmm. And she does home workouts. Yes. That are absolutely amazing. Where I've burnt more calories doing these at home with just simple things that I have at home. Like you yes. don't necessarily have to have the equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have all this fancy stuff. It usually usually uses uh your body weight or like light dumbbells and things like that. But you can even use simple things as like water bottles.
0: Yes. Oh, you, oh, like if you don't have any, ki- yeah. Twenty liter water bottles are my favorite. <laughs> yeah,
1: and they work. And when you're done, you can just drink the water. Like exactly, exactly. Birds with stone. But I also follow this other um it's a group of their coaches with so mm-hmm. the personal trainers nutritionists dietists, dietitians and things like that and the page is called um i'm pretty sure it's called body body smart fitness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's abbreviated as bs fitness so i, I <laughs> like that i was like i like playing play on words <laughs> but basically they cut the crap
0: yeah. they
1: say it as it is they tell you things that work they tell you things that don't work they also focus on importance on eating healthier that you can work out at the gym and do all these things but if your nutrition isn't good you're not going to see the results that you want yeah so I also do testimonies where people post the things like they've achieved and things like that and most of them when the people are talking they're like yeah I look great and all but I feel great I I feel happier and that then impacts my family people that have kids that are like I'm a happy mom now I'm Mm -hmm. able to give my the focus and the attention and the love that they deserve. Yeah. So, those yeah. are, the I love about those types of pages. No, that's really that I
0: good. Feel. That's really, because for me, I, I mostly am a YouTube person. Um, So, even on Insta, like, I feel like you're the, my, like, that's why I had to interview because I was like, oh my God, I actually ended up following her. Like, that shows that I really <laughs> enjoy what she does. But, um, I usually just follow on YouTube and one person that I like, I I chuckled a little bit when we're mentioning like having celebrities, having like dietitians and personal trainers because of my personal trainer, there's a guy called Magnus Ligbeck or something that he recommended. And he's like a personal trainer dietitian for the, you know, top celebrities out there like so but what I like about him is he's actually very simple you would think he's Mm. working with all these celebrities so he would have all these complicated whatevers but he's just very simple he recommends like depending on if you want a diet he can recommend a diet but he'll be like still make sure you're just eating nutritionally you're eating what's Mm. good for you and he always says I eat like five meals a day I make sure I've meal planned I make sure they're nutritious if I'm having cheat meals like we try to call them which is not a very good way to think about you know eating like you said he also just says, you know, I, I don't feel guilty about it. I do it so that when I'm eating most of the time I'm eating good and then when I have the mm. less nutritional things they're, you know, balanced out out. Yeah, there. So for anyone who's looking for more of like diet tips and stuff, I honestly recommend him because he's not only working with the top people out there, so obviously he's got the best recommendations to get those people into shape, but he's just also very humble in the way he approaches yeah. things, which so I think with it, sorry, which I think is a good balance because he's not trying to sell himself. He's already making millions off Celebrities, he doesn't need YouTubers. But he's helping
1: day to day people. Literally, people. He's, he's, he's making
0: it attainable. Exactly. For it's because YouTube is yeah. free. So he knows he can easily make that a paywall type thing. But he's giving that advice for free. But then also, I've been really liking the idea of calisthenics, like, you know, just like body movement and all that stuff. And this guy called Hybrid Calisthenics, his channel on YouTube, I really enjoy that because push ups and really simple things that we don't do are super hard. But super beneficial as well like I, yeah I, I love the balance of that like I really enjoy when I when I see people that just work with their body like you were saying when you do a home workout with your body and minimal equipment I'm all for that because the gym sometimes it's just like too much waking up but going even when you're at whatever.
1: home yeah exactly you have to get up you have to get dressed yeah you have to go to a facility set yourself up and then start the yes. workout yeah But if you're at home, so when I wake up in the morning, if I'm working from home, I will set my alarm for an hour before I actually have to be equipped at work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll work out, do like a 30 minute workout. But all I really do is I get up, I go brush my teeth and then I do my workout and then I shower and then I eat and then I start my day. So it's just simple things like that where I don't have to do all this extra stuff
0: before I get to the actual workout. Yeah, yeah, that essentially will demotivate you as well because you're like, oh my yeah, exactly. God, by the time I get to the gym, <laughs> that's me all yeah, the time, exactly. always talking myself <laughs> out of things. Damn it, I hate it. But also I we've talked about some annoying things. This is like literally the last question in question marks, I meaning quotation marks, sorry. Um, with the um, some of the annoying things we've picked up or talked about, what is just the general annoying or ignorant thing that you've heard someone say to you about like fitness in general, like just something that you can – you've heard multiple times or just once off and you're like, oh my God, seriously, like just shut up. I don't know if you can think of any, um, so it's not something that someone said to me, but it's
1: someone something that someone said to my mum, and I'm so overprotective <laughs> about my mum. Like, don't don't talk to my mum yeah, like that. Yeah. They basically were pointing out that what she's doing is not enough. So my mom has an Apple Watch, and it's like I'm promoting Apple over yep. here. <laughs> I've not been paid by Apple people. Um, and she absolutely loves it, and she does her steps. So she counts her steps where if she hasn't reached a certain amount of steps, she'll actually like so she works she's a nurse she's always on her feet so on days where she's working she reaches her steps but on days where she's she's not working she's like oh i'm three thousand off my step so she'll actually get up and go for a walk she'll go like around the block a couple of times or where she lives they live like in um in units like a community thing yeah and she does steps up and down the driveway if it's like too dark for her to go for a walk and people were saying that oh like you really need to work out, work out, like that's not enough. And I was like, any sort of movement is better than Than no movement. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And
1: I don't understand what people's problems are. So my annoyance is when someone is actually trying and people point out that they're not trying hard enough. And it's like, well, no, that's not how it works. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's
0: literally similar to me in terms of people that talk about like cardio, they'll be like, Oh, you know, who needs to do cardio anyway? Just like do strength training or whatever. Like, as in, for me, I understand people's goals. You know, some people just don't care about the cardio aspect. But like you with walking, with your mom's walking, if you're working out your heart, what the That's heck. That's going to benefit you, know? you in the long run, <laughs> yeah, regardless of like, what your fitness yeah, goals like, are. Oh, <laughs> oh they like, oh, like oh, usually I, I hear it from guys who be like, oh, you know, all the girls always go on the treadmills. Like they don't do anything, you know, strength, whatever, whatever. I'm like, but I do see a lot of girls strength training, but then I also see the benefits of people that go on just, treadmills because they just want to move their body in some way body, yeah they're moving it. and it's sometimes very, I yeah. think it's also because I used to do a lot of cardio and I used to do
1: a lot of like treadmill it, I was wasn't confident but also because the environment was maybe a little bit like toxic masculinity mm. where I didn't feel comfortable going to do the weights because I didn't know what I was doing Oh yes definitely. and anytime I did try to do weights they would come and try and sort of air quote help me but yes. it was like sort of in a condescending way yeah where it was yeah. just easier to just do cardio so there's a lot of reasons why probably people
0: do definitely cardio definitely with. oh especially in the gym yeah. oh my god like i hate men at the gym i'm sorry if you're a guy listening <laughs> i don't care i hate men at the gym they're just so possessive about equipment entitled about exercise like we know everything what are you doing here you look small you look useless oh anyway, that's my head by the way they don't say these things to me but I think
1: they're thinking but I feel that I feel what you mean that there's sometimes where there's times where I would go and I would use a machine and I was doing it wrong and that's like that's fine for people to come and help me and say hey you're doing it wrong because I might injure myself and I wouldn't want that yes but it's in the way that they do that where they're like half laughing like ha ha ha, you don't know what you're doing and it's like well help me (laughs)
0: Instead like of don't laugh at me. Like help me. <laughs> you wish, right? You, you know, if I was if I was trying if I was a guy and I was trying to like even pick up a girl, that's a great way to freaking be nice to somebody and like yeah, potentially exactly. get a date and be like,
1: oh, like excuse me, I think you're using that wrong. Like if you do that, you might
0: hurt your blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah, there's just ways of doing And they may, they may not even know they're
0: doing that. Yeah, they may definitely. not know that they're, they're just, coming off as condescending. Exactly. Yeah. It's just an, an intrinsic. So hey, to all the guys out there, be careful what you say to us. <laughs> we don't yeah. tolerate it. say hey, it nicely. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, just to, I guess, wrap up and end on a lighter note, like, you know, what are some recommendations of like things that you're listening to or doing or watching that you can shout out to people and get them, you know. Listening to them or watching them?
1: I I watch and I listen to a lot of things. (laughs) I listen to... So my job is primarily... Like I don't
0: need to talk to people. I yes. Like, oh, how have... much I love jobs like that. Ooh. Yeah.
1: So like and in the morning, then... we'll have our daily stand up with the rest of the team and stuff like that. But I can go literally the whole day without sort of needing to talk to anyone. So I do listen to a lot of music, a lot of podcasts, a lot of true crime podcasts. Yes. But at the moment, I'm reading a book I've only just started. It's called Limitless by Jim Quick. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a way to upgrade our brain and basically learn anything faster and unlock your exceptional life. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I've read part of the intro and it's basically, we can teach ourselves to do absolutely anything and everything. So I want to learn, I haven't decided what I want to do. (laughs) Like I used to play guitar when I was younger, but I want to maybe like relearn that but I want to learn it quick. Cause I'm the type of person that if I don't master something straight yes. away, I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. Exactly. You get so frustrated. I want to learn. Yeah. yeah. I want to learn a better way of learning. So I don't mm-hmm. give up on things yeah. too quick. Yeah. So yeah. That,
0: that's my shout out. I'll oh, let that, you know how, how it goes. goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if it's an audiobook though, it always usually goes great. I love audiobooks, Like I'm obsessed with audio If audiobooks, the voice like... is good. Yes. Ja- the oh, usually is like if the yes. voice, sometimes the people that have
1: just really, and I'm like, Oh, this you, could be the best podcast you know the ever, book, but your voice. Oh, oh my God.
0: The, no, no the podcast even but like the there's this book children of blood and bone i think it's it's gonna be made into it's like by this nigerian author very very popular mm. but the reader of that book oh my god i was ready to dive into that book i'm like yeah you know they're recording like an african-based book i love this the voice is are like terrible. no yeah. I mean, I just, like can I you guys record it like i yeah. can't listen to it. the book is great but the, the author of the I mean, not the, audio, the reader of the, the audio reader book, oh terrible but music-wise terrible. for me Loving a lot of like South African like house music and stuff. Not so much I'm a piano because like I know there's a distinction apparently within the. You know, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say this out loud. Well, know, I don't d- know what I'm a piano oh, is, dude. It's I, literally like I hear people to talk to a... about it. And I'm like, it's too late for me to ask. <laughs> <put it." laughs> people just assume I'm too you deep know, in right? the combo. <laughs> I think South African house has like different subgenres within it. Like, if that right. makes sense. So, so it's very difficult for me to explain. I'm not. It's not a song. It's actually a genre of music. I think, ah. yes. And there's like a whole band of DJs. So if I play. look up I'm a
1: Piano on Here I Go Again, Apple Music,
0: <laughs> will it just come up with a list of songs? I think so because it's literally a genre of music. I don't think it is – yeah, no. So yeah, okay, I, okay, I might give Googling it a list. <laughs> it says like literally a hybrid of deep house, jazz and lounge music. Blah blah, okay, blah, 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 cool, blah. So yeah. it, it combines a lot of, yeah, just so that we don't sound dumb to our listeners. But yeah, you're right. Like, it took me a long time and I was like, oh, okay, cool. But I don't really listen to more. I'm a piano. I just listen to other stuff, maybe that is bracketed out of that. So yeah, I just, I kind of just been enjoying that music because also because of the instrumentals and sometimes I'm working or reading or whatever. Yeah, I and don't you don't want to get too, too just. Yeah, up, I don't want to get work, too just. Pumped up. And Literally. Started. You don't want to <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But yeah, other than that, I haven't really got, I, I haven't been watching as much as I want to. I've just sort of been busy studying and stuff. So yeah, to all my listeners out there, that's all I can really recommend, just listening to more South African house music. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I'm much. listening to, It's an. I think it's about two, three years old, album but um Lindo the vocalist is South oh, African yes, I and my favourite song is a yes. I've I've oh. I've dedicated to my mom numerous of times I'm like Mom if I was to ever write a song <laughs> to you this is
0: it and she's never listened to it. Oh so. my god but like,
1: he's really beautiful he's got
0: great vocals <laughs> you should keep on like feeding her little bits of the song and then she'll fall in love with it. Yeah fall be, in love with yeah, it. But yeah fine. she's coming to visit in a couple of weeks maybe I'll play it for because yeah, he's yeah he's a beautiful vocalist. So I mean his name already says he's a vocalist so that's good. But yeah exactly yeah, yeah. And that you know it's thank you so much though for joining me. Like this was just a great conversation. Like I was nervous as well because I was thinking I don't want to like bring you in and like make you feel like, Oh, I'm just asking like random questions and then it's like random, whatever. But like, you were so good as a guest in terms of like, uh, you know, answering things and revealing parts about yourself. then, Yeah. Don't worry. No anxiety. You'll be, people will love the episode. So yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you
1: very much for having me. And you can, when I become prime minister one day, you Mm -hmm. can be like, I, I was the first person to interview, have a conversation with her.
0: (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) Thank you. I'll just, yeah, I'll just do the outro and we can talk afterwards or whatever if you want to, but yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I'll just conclude the episode. That's it for another episode of Conversations with Audrey. Thank you for listening. I hope you join me for the next episode. And as you go about your day, just remember, kindness is free. So sprinkle that shit everywhere. Stay blessed.